Star Wars 7x7 episode 2178. Today we are talking about Star Wars colon Disney Gallery colon The Mandalorian. <laughs> All those colons. Uh, we're talking about episode 5 which is called Practical and which is practically a love letter to Baby Yoda. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, let's talk about practical. I gotta say that, you know, at the top when I mentioned that this is very much a love letter to Baby Yoda, a large chunk of this episode is spent on Baby Yoda and about the development process of going from, you know, design sketches to character actually going to, you know, the initial reference in the script to actually designing, to making maquettes, to making actual puppets and how he's actually performed. There are at least four people performing for Baby Yoda at any given time, and they are, I think, about six different people that they interview briefly in this episode who talk about what they do, whether it's just gross body movements or eye control or ear control, or, I mean, just the level of detail is astounding. And they talk in the episode also about how when the child appears in CGI, that they were very careful about the CGI, that they don't have the CGI version of the child do anything that the puppet can't do. But Baby Yoda is not the only thing they talk about. They also talk about the fact that um, a lot of the stuff is done without people in motion capture suits, that a lot of it is the combination of performers and prosthetics and animatronics, and they have an extensive conversation about this in regards to Queel, who is the Ugnaught played by or voiced by Nick Nolte, but actually performed by a woman named Misty Rosas on screen, and they talk about how you know challenging it is to be able to do that and what it's like inside the head and the you know the head of that character is actually you know controlled puppeted if you will off screen with you know the animation of the eyebrows and the movement of the mouth and Misty actually talks about having Nick Nolte's performance in her ears so she's actually able to hear that which then you learn as a result that Nick Nolte recorded his dialogue previously before they got on to set and that she's hearing his delivery in her ears as she is doing the performance of the character. And a lot of the conversation also focuses on how with practical effects in the original Star Wars, aka A New Hope, how you know a lot of that was done sort of by necessity, but that's the kind of aesthetic that they returned to as they were developing the Mandalorian. So they talked to, for example, the prop master who was talking about the types of weapons that they created for the show and how in the original Star Wars they had rented a bunch of World War II weapons and they could only make certain modifications to them because they had to return the rentals. So for the Mandalorian they found another trove of old World War II weapons and made changes and adaptations to them to give them that sort of unique and in-universe feel. And the same thing goes with um, stop motion animation. I guess they were able to bring in a little bit of that with the blurgs. There is a scene where the Mandalorian himself is looking through his scope on his rifle and he sees blurgs in the scope's view screen and those are actually done in stop motion animation we find out. And they also talk about motion control with miniatures. And that relates to ships flying around in space for example. So 
it was apparently too expensive to do that for all intents and purposes. They reveal in the episode that doing that stuff digitally is a lot cheaper than building miniatures and then having to do motion control where they put it on a rig and move it around. And they also talk about how the motion that's created in the original Star Wars, a lot of that is done not so much with the model and the camera, but also with the background, in particular in space battles, by shifting the star field and using that to give the illusion of very quick and active motion. So this really covered the gamut of the, I would say movie making, but it's obviously not movie making, it's TV making, but still. And also about legacy effects, which I thought was a reference for like an internal department within Lucasfilm, but no, legacy effects is actually a separate company that they brought in to work on these practical effects and puppets and whatnot. So that was very cool to learn. I wanna leave you with something that opens the episode, which is Rick Famuyiwa talking about Star Wars and about how well it works and the magic of it, especially in light of the combination of the practical and the electronic, if you will, and just his own experience of it and what makes it particularly magical. So here is Rick Famuyiwa talking about Star Wars. What makes Star Wars, Star Wars, it's like, it's, it's the cutting edge of all this technology, but it gets, it's used to bring things down to a personal and, and relatable and human level. And so, you know, when you talk about the, the sort of mix of, you know, puppetry and animatronics plus the volume and these great actors that we all had to work with, it's like, it's the mix of all of that that makes everything feel real, because not one part doesn't dominate the other. It doesn't feel like it's a, you know, the technology's overwhelming. It doesn't feel like, well, that's quaint and primitive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I'm not buying it. It's the perfect marriage of that. And, I, and I've always felt that for me, that's what always made Star Wars different than, than most of the other big effects shows is that there was always a kind of real human down to earth quality of how it was made and how it looks. So when I'm watching this as a eight-year-old, I'm going, this is real. You know, mm -hmm. this is a real world and one day I'm gonna be in it. So there you go, that was Rick Famuyiwa, who was the director of two of the episodes of The Mandalorian. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show today here. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7 by 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7 by 7 We hope you love it.